is up, guys? Steven Mielhausen here from DAZONE. It is Sunday morning, April the 18th, 2021. I'm writing solo time. I know it says with Daryl, but Daryl celebrating his girlfriend's birthday. So, Kayla, happy birthday. Hope it was a good one. And what a... I don't even know, like, I don't even know how to describe what we saw tonight. I am, I'm confused, (laughs) I'm angry, I'm mad. I think everything in between, I'm, you know, we try to, and before we do all that, Everyone that's been listening, oh my God, thank you so much. It means a lot. It's greatly appreciated. You can follow the podcast on Facebook. It's simple if you're watching. It's very simple. Just type in this. I got to do give a reaction to the video and then leave a question or a comment. And then like and follow the Walkway to Fight Club. We're ticking, we're roaring. I'm loving it. We're doing great. Thank you, everybody, so much that has been watching and listening. If you're watching via YouTube, it's simple. Just bam, thumbs up, subscribe, leave a question or comment, and we'll be right here for you. We're talking the big Triller Fight Club card based out of Atlanta, the Mercedes Benz, the Mercedes Benz Stadium. Logan, not Logan Paul. Jake Paul blows out Ben Askren. Pretty simple with the title. At the 159 mark of the first round. What a night. Um, we saw a little bit of everything this evening. We saw Snoop Dogg smoking blunts. We saw Oscar De La Hoya drunk. We saw Michael Buffer not getting Ben Askren's name right. Uh, what else did we see? We saw Pete Davidson troll Jake Paul. Pete Davidson being Pete Davidson. We saw Ric Flair. Um, Try to figure out what else we saw. Um, Too many musical acts with not enough fighting. It was kind of my huge takeaway from this evening. Too much filler and not enough action inside the ring. You know, you want to, you kind of, you knew what this evening was going to be. You really did. If we really, if we sit and we really, we, and we, we honestly, Honestly, we be honest with ourselves. We kind of knew what we were going to expect out of this evening. It was four fights, and only one fight was really legitimate. And that even had a wonky-ass ending. Let's start with Jake Paul really quick. You know, good win. Okay, he's a, the criticism was he didn't face a legitimate pro boxer. 
a legitimate MMA, a legitimate combat sports athlete. Whether you know, so and it was Ben Askren. I think we kind of knew, kind of knew. Okay, we kind of knew what the deal was, but you really weren't fully sure the odds. Ben Askren was only a plus one. I think I saw like one fifteen, one twenty. And Jake Paul's like a minus 150. And so people were giving Ben Askren a shot. He went to Freddie Roach. Freddie Roach. Freddie Roach builds you up. You're doing pretty well. And felt like Ben had a shot. And then we remembered why Ben Askren was predominantly a wrestler and was 19-2 and with only six knockouts. And we saw what happened. Devastating knockout. Great win for you saw left hand, left jab, boom, right hand. Askren got face planted. Referee let he got up, made the mandatory eight count. But then Jake Paul went at him, and then the referee pushed him back. Gave Askren probably about a good six, seven seconds. And then the referee, for some unknown reason, waves off the fight, and Askren's like, "What the fuck." What are you doing? Askren was pissed, which I didn't blame him. Walked out. Fireworks. Jake Paul goes on to turnbuckle. Jake Paul is celebrating. For all the shitty officiating we saw tonight. And good Lord, Georgia. I, I would not. If I'm any professional, legitimate boxer, fighter. I'm not fighting in the state of Georgia. Those referees were atrocious. Ridiculous. I, you know, I'm, I'm like still trying to rip her head. And I was like, I went until I was talking with my wife. And I'm like, I just don't understand what the hell I just saw. I keep calling it like. I call it absurdity is what I said to my wife. And I was talking, I was talking with someone from DAZN. And he said the same thing. He's like, what the fuck did we just see? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm still confused. I got We got a bunch of people jumping in. It's greatly appreciated. If you're watching via Facebook Live, it's simple, guys. Give a reaction to the video. Leave a question or a comment. And also follow and like the Walkway to Fight Club on Facebook. I guarantee this is gonna. This fight club has more action than what we saw, more legitimacy, legitimacy than what we saw this evening. If you're watching via Facebook Live, I mean via tw- oh, YouTube, I mean I'm getting all flustered here. I'm looking at some of these comments. If you're watching via YouTube, it's simple. Give a thumbs up to the video, subscribe to the channel, and also, also, leave a question or a comment. And we'll read. We got a couple. We got a comment here. He seemed out of it, Matt Warren. <laughs> he, I don't know. I don't think Ben Askren did. I really don't. I really don't. And and I and I say that because yeah, he got he face planted, but then Ben got right up. He took the mandatory eight count, which he knew he had. He he had the right he had. Ben looked fine. 
Ben looked all up. He had his wits together. I just don't understand why that fight was stopped. Would the fight have ended any differently? Unlikely, but I would at least like to see, because I did like some of the things Ben did in under in one minute and 59 seconds. I did like the fact that Ben Askren was trying to work on the inside work to clinch and try to wear Jake Paul down. I did like that. He landed a good right hand, better than I expected. But I will give Jake Paul credit for this. He has a good jab, solid jab. And he's got a good right hand. Beyond that, I still really don't know. I don't know how good his footwork is. When he's put in a high-pressure situation, how good is the footwork? Can he be a technical boxer against a legitimate striker? I don't know. Because let's be perfectly honest with ourselves. We knew what we were getting Ben Askren isn't a great striker by any stretch of the imagination. And that was proven. Jake Paul knew the criticism was out there, so he picked an MMA fighter. Just not one. He picked the worst striker in the sport. As great as Ben is, his striking is pitiful. Me, you, and everyone watching and will be listening to this on the audio version of the podcast can strike better than Ben Askren. It's, I hate saying it, but it's the truth. I, I hate that. Because I've seen a lot of people were, def, you know, wanting to defend MMA. And I get it. MMA is amazing. You know, it's the greatest sport in the world. In my mind, one of the greatest sports in the world in my mind. But it was not a good night for mixed martial arts. Frank Mir lost. Jake Paul, I mean, Ben Askren lost. It's a big night for the social media universe. Um, fireworks, the big explosion. How did Michael Buffer get the name wrong of Ben Askren? That was just kind of like how this, I don't want to say it's shit show, and I'll get in more into that in a minute, but what's next for Jake Paul? I wrote this for zone. And and let's just go right out and let's just say it. And I know everyone's like, oh my God, Jake Paul's the greatest thing. The greatest thing since sliced bread. Let's take it easy. Jake Paul is the Reno. His record, yes, three knockouts. But let's remember who he faced, ladies and gentlemen. Anson Gibb, Nate Robinson, and Ben Askren. The three records of those gentlemen, their pro boxing resumes going into those fights, one and zero. I mean, zero and zero. I take that. Zero and zero. I think that's enough said right there. I'm sorry to, to disappoint and pop and pop that bubble for you, all you Jake Paul fans out there. All right, 
and all you all use the Jake Paul fans out there are going to be down my neck. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just kind of trying to get this out there, but this was this was horrible. You know, I, I can't like I can't wrap my head around this here. Uh oh, we got some beef going on here. Now, does Dana let Connor destroy Jake? No. That's a very good question. And I was talking with <laughs> talking to a lot of people in the boxing game here this evening, and now, especially after this. I don't know. I don't know. Is there... I don't know. I really don't know. I would say I think Paul weighed 190. McGregor weighed 154 for his match with Floyd Mayweather. I'm going to go with I would have to say if Conor McGregor loses to Dustin Poirier, that I can see it happening. Dana White bet $1 million on Ben Askren. Good Lord, what was Dana White thinking? Is the disdain for Jake Paul that much to Dana White that he put that money on the worst striker in the history of combat sports. Taylor Tidwell, Jake would destroy Connor. Not a chance. If see, this is what I feel is very interesting. If this happens, I can't even believe I'm, we're having this conversation. If Because Conor McGregor's, I mean, who would be the bigger draw in this situation? That's interesting. And I'm sitting here and just thinking out loud. I would have to say. Oh, my God. I don't know. You would have to say probably Jake Paul. But if I'm Conor McGregor, I would make Jake Paul go down to 175. McGregor does that. I think McGregor can come in at 165. And then I I would actually be intrigued by that. I really I, I don't know why I would. I, I don't know. I don't I like I don't think I want to. I'm not sure. I, I, I can't I don't think I can wrap my head around that mind space yet. I really I don't think I can. I don't really think I can. Um, what's next for Jake Paul? Could be Conor McGregor. I don't know. 
Joel Fournier, the billionaire, knocked out Raycon. Who I never even heard of Raycon. This is what I, I we'll start there. The this evening, and we'll go. We'll talk about that more in a minute. Actually, we'll get into it now. The evening started with a musical performance by the Black Keys. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of the Black Keys. But four songs was too many. Two, three, cool. Did I need to see a fourth? No. Um, Joe Raycon and Joe Fournier. Joe Fournier won second round TKO. Raycon didn't come out for the third round. Vicious body shots by Joe Fournier. Kind of was just taking it easy on Raycon. He knocked him down in the second. Knocked him down again with a, some pretty good body shots, I felt like. even He wasn't even going full tilt either. Kind of was just peppering him to the body and knew he couldn't really take a shot. Got him down with a good right hand to the liver. The later action rate kind of went down, made it through the round, wasn't able. The referee decided after the round that in between rounds that he wasn't going to be able to continue. Joe Fournier, the billionaire. I was at eight no. Nine to no. Nine knockouts. I like the backstory was kind of cool, actually. The fact that Fournier took not took, but hit on Raycon's girlfriend at a Miami nightclub. And this is how the whole thing started. He DM'd her on Instagram. He got wind of it. And then the beef started from there, and we got a boxing match. And then, oh, my God. We got, like, 90 minutes of music. Over 90 minutes. I saw something called Mount Westmore. I didn't know what the hell that was. I'm like, wait, what? This maybe because I'm 40 and... Out of touch? But my God, some horrible music. Not even horrible. I can't bash Snoop. I can't bash Ice Cube. Too short, I'm not the world's biggest fan of. I didn't know who the other couple cats were with them, but I'm always down for Ice Cube. I'm always down for Snoop. That was way too... Snoop and Ice Cube, okay. That would have been cool. The rest of these musical acts, I don't even know who they were. Swatty or Sweetie or I'm not I'm not the world's biggest like musical connoisseur here, and I'm you guys are gonna I'm probably getting killed here. Um, I don't know who they were. Swatty, Sweetie, I'm sorry, I do apologize. Um, some of these musical acts I've never heard of. Like, I knew we were gonna see Justin Bieber. Knew we were going to see the Black Keys. I knew we were going to see Snoop. I'm cool with eggs. I love Snoop. I've always been a fan of the Black Keys. Ice Cube. Ice Cube's legit. Justin Bieber. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the Biebs, but at least I know who he is. He's in my kind of my demo. But it was just one musical act after another, and it's like I want to watch fights. I want to get done early with my work night. The musical performances were too much. I'm sorry. You know, it was... I had no problem if you were going to have an artist, a fight, an artist, 
a fight, an artist, you know, you kind of get where I'm going. You know, an open with a musical artist, go to a fight, okay, you get some more accent, okay. But it was just too much, way too much. And I get what Triller's trying to do, and I get it, but that was way, 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 way too much, way too much. Um, but I want to go back to Jake Paul real quick. What's next for Jake Paul? I've seen some people say Conor McGregor. Um, Joel Fournier was brought up. Joel Fournier said in his post-fight interview with Mario Lopez, who you can find. We've talked to Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez is on the podcast archives. Go find it. Walk away to Fight Club archives. Uh, download your favorite podcasting platform, whether it's iHeart, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, any of your favorite podcasting platforms, wherever you listen, whichever one you listen to, Mario Lopez is there. And we'll get to another one in a minute, but Mario Lopez is on the podcast. So make sure you download that, rate, review, and subscribe to the Walkway to Fight Club. A ton, ton, tons of great stuff, including Tony Khan, the owner of AEW, Drew McIntyre, oh yeah, Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, and some cool stuff coming up next week. I promise, oh, I got some goodies for you guys that are already in the can. Oh, I'm so geeked. But, For Jake Paul, I wouldn't even mind if he faced his brother, Logan Paul. How about casting some KSI love? I did a quick social media hit for The Zone, and I didn't even mind. I saw KSI out there. There was a beef there. There was history. Wouldn't mind seeing that as well. But for Jake Paul to be taken seriously, he's got to face a legitimate boxer or a legitimate MMA fighter who's got great striking. I'm sorry. Ben Askren doesn't cut it. I'm not sold on the Jake Paul hype train. Does he got some skills? There's some there. No doubt about it. I'm not going to take that away from him. But what he offers right now, he's got the big following. He's taking it seriously. But I don't know how good this guy is. Facing guys with below below rudimentary rudimentary striking, it's not going to get it done. It's just not. Sorry. It's just not. Let's see what we got here. Got tons of comments. Matt Ward, Matt, thank you for leaving the comment. Thank you for always watching, my friend. Uh, Snoop put one million on Jake. Snoop show. Snoop was all excited about that one. Snoop, uh, Snoop was Snoop was Snoop tonight. Snoop was high. Snoop was having fun. Mandy G, Mandy, thank you for watching. Greatly appreciated. They bet two million. Right? See, I don't know. First, Snoop said one. Then he said two. Dana White. I don't think Dana White bet a million. Snoop says he bet two. I'm I'm very confused. Richard McPhee, that fight was fishy, Steve. It, it was interesting. Um, I've seen a lot of people, and I found a lot of influential people in the social media world, and and even people I talked to in 
around the fight game. Thought the same thing. I don't think so. I, I, I can't personally buy that. Considering I remember spending, and this was before Ben's, Ben Askren's debut against Robbie Lawler in March of 2019. I'm trying to remember what UFC that was. And I spent a day with Ben Askren. Ben Askren loves fighting. I was with Ben Askren during his wrestling session, his cardio session, his striking session, his jiu-jitsu session. Ben Askren loves fighting. And then after that, Ben Askren, freaking, I helped Ben Askren move a refrigerator into his new house. Ben Askren's a cool dude. Ben Askren loves mixed martial arts. I'm not going to say Ben Askren through a fight or nothing. Ben's got too much integrity for that one. Concert and boxing don't mix, Steve. This is a niche audience. Oh, absolutely. I want to get into that actually in a minute. I want to kind of want to go. I want to talk about this because this was. This leads into what I want to talk about into the. What leads into what I want to go into next? What was with? Because this gained a lot of in a lot of traction tonight, and I don't. And this is kind of scary. What was with Oscar De La Hoya? I I got this question a lot this evening. Now, Oscar De La Hoya was there because he is going to be fighting for Triller on July 3rd. From what I know as of right now, that card is set to take place at Dallas Cowboys Stadium. As of now, but that that can definitely change. It is tentatively supposed to be an exhibition. Now, some of the names I've been told, and one was confirmed, he confirmed it himself, was Eddie Alvarez. The one, the former UFC and Bellator lightweight champion, one championship star. And also I've heard Anthony Pettis. Um, the former UFC, WEC lightweight champion, he's going to be fighting for PFL on April the 23rd. Hopefully he'll be talking to Anthony this week as well. Hopefully we'll get Anthony on the podcast. Um, I just... Oscar seemed drunk. Oscar appeared to be high. Not a very good look for Oscar De La Hoya, who came out, hyped up his appearance. His, I guess he's going to fight on July 3rd for Triller. And he was out there to commentate the Frank Mir Steve Cunningham fight after over two hours of of only having six minutes of action with one fight in three out in over two hours, they finally went back to action. Good win for Steve Cunningham. Nice win for Steve Cunningham. I thought he looked solid, was more active, landed the harder shots. I'll give Frank Muir credit though. He got bloodied up, but Frank Muir came to compete. And I give Frank Muir a ton of credit for that. I respect him immensely for the fact never had boxed a professional boxing match. I had some decent shots. Nothing that had Cunningham, though, in like serious trouble, but it caught 
couple of those shots did catch Cunningham's attention. He came in with a plan. He just didn't come fighting wildly. And like it didn't feel like he was completely out of his element. But Oscar was kept saying, baby, USSR, USSSA in terms to Steve Cunningham. It was, for a person that's had substance abuse issues, like Oscar has had in the past, this wasn't, hopefully it was just an act. I'm I'm really hoping it is, and I've reached out to people that were there. I've asked about this. I haven't gotten any responses yet. But for Oscar's sake, I hope he's okay. Because this was not a good look. For Oscar Delahoy, he came off really bad. And hopefully it was just him putting on the show. He really wasn't under the influence of drugs and or alcohol. I'm just hoping. Really, 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 really hoping. Um, Because that was a hard 30 plus minutes to listen to. And I respect Oscar Delahoya tremendously. I wonder what his fighters at Golden Boy Promotions were thinking. I wonder what DAZN was thinking. <clears throat> it's a rough one. It really is. If he wasn't, if he wasn't doing just a good overselling, he needs to check into rehab, and he needs to check into rehab in a hurry. If he was putting on a show, put on one hell of a show. Tad annoying, but a decent show nonetheless. Um, let's continue on with some of these. Um... Richard McPhee, Richard, good to hear from you, my friend. He was high as fuck and not from weed. Because he's known for binging on cocaine, which is true, unfortunately. Um, I'm hoping that's not the case. I really don't. I'm trying to stay positive in that situation. I really am because man, you know, you wanna, you always wanna give people second chances. And I really want to in this case because I do respect Oscar Delahoya. I've talked to him. I I know him a little bit, and he, he's a good guy, you know. But demons are hard to conquer, especially when it comes to drug drugs and or alcohol addiction. Um, I want to end with this, and then we'll I'll get to the rest of your questions and comments. Is Triller good for boxing? On one hand, yes. And I'll explain why. On one on one hand, it gives other fighters a place to apply their craft. Really quickly, I am Stephen Mulehausen. I got a lot of people coming in, so I want to kind of get... I'm Stephen Mulehausen from DAZN. This is the Walkway to Fight Club podcast. If you're watching via Facebook Live, it's simple. Give a reaction to the video and leave a question 
and or comment, and it will get answered on the air. You can follow the Walkway to Fight Club. Follow and like the Walkway to Fight Club. Get, in ton of, get a ton of traction, guys. So keep, keep it up. Keep up the great work. If you're watching via YouTube, it's simple. Give the video a thumbs up, and then subscribe to the channel. And if you want to leave a question or comment via that, you can do that as well. Is Triller good for boxing? We'll get back to this. And like I was saying, on one hand, 100%. Why? A, it gives fighters a chance, another place they can go to ply their craft. Be seen on a big level. The pay is good. Fighters should get boxers or and whether whether it's fighters in boxing or MMA, maximize your revenue earnings. Always believe that fighters should get paid a ton. They're the ones putting their lives on the line. And I like the fact that they, you know, the concept of, you know, music, hip-hop, and boxing. Because that's the culture. It's the box, the primary, that's the key demo of boxing. It's the hip-hop. The hip-hop culture, you know, the musical culture. You look at, you know, like with, you look at Floyd. Really, Floyd Mayweather really started that, you know. And then, you know, you've, you've seen it lately with Canelo. You've seen it with what Triller did back in November with Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. The mix, I I like. I Because it, it's something unique. It's something different. I like the way Triller promotes. I like the comp. I like the preview videos. I do like the fact that they have. You're going out there and you're you're pumping it up on social media and your YouTube and now they acquired Fight TV, so it's like they're making the investment, which is important. But and this is like what I had an issue with tonight was the fact that you have Justin Bieber, who has a massive social media following, like gigantic. And Justin Bieber didn't promote it whatsoever. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to imagine Justin Bieber didn't come cheap. Justin Bieber wasn't coming in for free. Justin Bieber didn't promote shit. Justin Bieber puts out one thing. Justin Bieber could have put it out at 6 o'clock tonight. Because if anyone knows anything about pay-per-views, no one buys an and or orders a pay-per-view, whether it's via streaming or traditional cable and satellite. No one orders a pay-per-view until right around fight time. I would have made it into the contract. Hey, you got to promote this. Snoop promoted it decently on Instagram, but Snoop really didn't promote it on, didn't promote his 19, almost 19 and a half million followers on Twitter. He didn't promote it at all on Twitter today. Just some retweets. At least Ice Cube promoted it on Twitter and his social media. It's like, if I'm paying these people an extraordinary amount of money, your ass better be promoting. Now, I like the mix, but the musical acts were way too much. Way too much. You got to tone down on that. They really, really do. 
because it makes sense. It's good. It's solid. It is. Like the idea is there. It's good. You have the intertwining. That's how I, I actually liked it. But it can't be. You can't have go two, over 90 minutes between fights. That's just absurd. A little bit. Yeah, 15, 20 minutes. Sure, why not? No, announcers get a little bit of breathing. So on and so forth. Um, but if they, they got to reel that in. I don't like the fact that they don't have any fans. That kind of... Now that fans are being allowed into venues, why not? Have an area for the stage. In the, you can have an area for the stage in the ring and still have fans. I'm, I'm going to try to talk to someone from Triller before the Tiafimo Lopez-George Cambosis fight on June 5th. And see what I can, what the rationale is. I'm not the world's, I'm not the world's biggest fan of that rationale. I'm really not. Um, they do that. I think I can get on board with the rest, but as of right now, I can't really get on the trip. I can't get on that. The price is good too. Fifty dollars. That's the right amount. They're not like going absurd and. Charging $75 and $80 and even $70 as much. I don't like the UFC doing anything. I think that kind of just, that really takes away from the consumer. And it drives away more, a lot. It drives away a lot of people. Because if you look at right now, and this will be the latest numbers. I want to get these like up to the minute for you guys. Because I owe that to you guys. Let's see here. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Let's see. Whoa, I didn't think Frank Mir trending 200,000 searches. Snoop Dogg, 50,000 searches. Oscar De La Hoya, and that's 300 right there. Right now, 5.3 million in terms of numbers of the Google searches. That should lead to a pretty good pay-per-view number. The interest was there. But how is Triller going to make money when you have like 19 musical acts? Like if you would have said Justin Bieber, The Black Keys, Snoop, and Ice and Ice Cube. There you go. Snoop's a part owner. There's no money for them. You got to pay Ice Cube. You got to pay Bieber. You got to pay The Black Keys. Could have done that, and you would have done just fine. Let's okay. Let's answer these questions here. Get the rest of the comments. Ah, glad this was brought up. That guy was being treasured out by a punch from the wrist. Richard's talking about the Regis Progre Ivan Rodcash fight. Great, a very dominant performance from Regis Progre. The ending of the fight very unusual. Progre was. Ramping it up, ramping it, ramping it up, and then on the verge of putting program, putting Red Cash away when this was devastating. It, it, it looked like a low blow from a right hand. And you're like, oh man, come on, because Red Cash is rolling over like someone shot his dog. Then you got his wife like checking, running in and yelling at program. And I'm like, wait, what? Then they showed a replay. 
it was like he got grazed with the right hand to the liver to the kidney. And then he went down stumbling and tumbling like he was a gymnast. Got carried out on a stretcher. The fight was called. Pro Gray won by a technical decision. I do know Ivan Redcash is okay. I did ask, and I did get a response from Triller that he is okay. But, yeah, that was... I have to say, what a figure. Spot on. Redcash was getting stopped, and that was his way out, in my estimation. The concert and boxing don't mix, Steve. This is a niche audience. It can, I feel like it can mix, Richard, but I just feel like you've got to have the right, you can't go overboard. You can't have this big, giant smorgasbord of musical acts. Have a couple, have a couple big ones, and then get on with the fights. Target audience is mainly why with Justin Bieber. You know, I like this version of the Biebs. I do. I don't know why. He said he's really gotten his shit together, it seems like, which is, thank God. Joby Swatka. Joby, thank you for leaving a comment. Pretty much summed it up. At War, thank you, Matt, for leaving a comment once again. Mount Westmore is the name of the super group. He's Snoop. Ice Cube, E-40. I forgot about E-40. Still too many. They were out there way too long. Have Snoop play a couple hits. Ice Cube play a couple hits. I didn't need to see E-40 in too short. As much as I like them. Didn't need to see it out there. All right, Richard McPhee. The presentation is over the top. Taking David Portney. (laughs) I like David Portney. I used to hate him. Thought he was kind of a D-bag. But you know what? I can respect David Portnave. And what what he's done in terms of COVID and helping raise money and what he's done with Bars. Barstool's really cleaned up and turned into a pretty good powerhouse in the in the sports media game. So I do respect Barstool. Is it over the top? Sure. But you know what, though? They're trying to make their footwork. And I don't have a, I don't have a big problem with that. Just don't go stupid and have... And I think they'll realize, I think Ryan Kavanaugh will figure that out and be like, wait a minute, this is too much. Let's kind of tighten it up, narrow it down, and then go from there. We'll see if they do. I think that'd be the way to go, though. Paul is not impressive. He has beaten nobody of value. You picked the worst MMA fighter with terrible striking. Matt or Dylan Danis is posted in, on IG saying it wants Jake Paul next. Dylan Danis couldn't punch his way out of a wet paper bag. Sure? No? Please no? Dylan Danis needs to worry about fighting in Bellator instead of worrying about boxing. Right now, Dylan Danis is back to being just Conor McGregor's jiu-jitsu. McPhee Triller is a circus sideshow of boxing. I was thinking that for a while tonight, Richard, but then I sat about it and I thought about it. I'm like, nah, you know, I get what they're doing. Just tighten the reins a little bit, and I think Triller can be. Triller's a player, but it's up to them to continue making those adjustments. 
And I think that is it for this evening. Let's see what we got here. Do we have any more comments? Let's see. Now that, and we're going to end there. We're going to end this for this evening. Thank you to everyone that watched tonight. It's late. I know more of everyone will be watching tomorrow, but I wanted to get this out tonight for you guys. Getting tired. I was like, eh. Like, I got to work tomorrow for the zone. So, but no, I want to thank everyone so much for watching. If you're watching via Facebook live, thank you guys so much. Leave a reaction to the video and also leave a question or comment and we'll, I'll answer it tomorrow. Don't forget, follow us on Facebook. It's simple. Like, follow, walk with the fight club. It's getting there. We're moving up. So keep let's keep growing that fan base. Thank you so much. Got a Twitter page at Walkway Fight. Also on Instagram, Walkway to Fight Club, all in lowercase letters. And also the YouTube channel. It's simple. Give the video a big thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. And I am on Twitter at SMealhousingJR. Getting those followers back up after I lost like a crack ton for some unknown reason. And also, we're available on every podcasting platform. The audio will be up late tomorrow morning. Because I'm going right to bed. I'm, it's 2 in the morning here in Chicago. And I got two kids, and they're going to be up early. So I want to make sure I get some sleep and play with them. But this audio will be up in the morning. Big week coming up this week. We will. Ha- I will have. Oh, you're going to have to wait. I was almost going to reveal, but. I'm going to say you guys are going to enjoy some really good stuff. A couple bit, three big guests will be on this coming week, at least, if not more. One will be, we're going to debut, those are going to come out on Tuesday. The first one will be on Tuesday. I'll drop it then, just to give you guys a little tease. But thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget, rate, review, subscribe. To the audio on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, all your favorite podcasting platforms. This is Steven Mielhausen. Talk to you guys next time. Peace.